Today is July 21st, 2019. This is Mr. Cage, Coach Cage, Senior Cage of Divine Works Education and Training. And today's title is Pivotal, Crucial, Critical, Monumental, Resolving Conflict with Your Team in a Healthy Way. If we choose not to resolve conflict with our teenagers in an unhealthy way that the conflict is never resolved. That conflict will come back up in their lives, in their adulthood to revisit them, to haunt them, to stop and hinder their growth and development as people, as maturing adults. Therefore, this, for your listening pleasure, is crucial for the generations now and the generations and the generations to come. We don't want to, what we don't want to do is repeat cycles negatively because cycles are negative strongholds which doesn't allow us to be liberated and free and free to express who God has called us to be. Pivotal, 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 pivotal training. I want you to be open to all possibilities. You may be a parent and you may be hearing this and you may be watching this and sometimes when we have our own experience and we feel as though we've come to a result of that experience or we got the, the trademark on how to do something it doesn't that mentality closes off the door of possibilities of us growing and engaging and receiving new information some of these thoughts you may heard before in your natural mind but I ask you to be open that's why the Holy Spirit is important because there are things that in my life that people have said to me that I heard but when they said it to me in another phase of life I heard it totally different and that's the advantage that true authentic kingdom believers have in relationship with God and the Holy Spirit I'm asking that you be open as possible to this information as I said before, in your natural mind, some of these thoughts, methods, strategies, ways of doing things, you may have heard before. But it's 2019 and we're getting ready to transition to 2020. Well, not 2020, but 2020. And what is said to you in one phase of life is not the same expression or exact meaning that you would ascertain in another Ram or phase of life. The first goal of this session of resolving conflict in a healthy way with our team is to restore harmony back into our households. In our community, we have the audacity to place a tremendous amount of responsibility on educators. And some of the responsibilities that we're placing on these people because they're a part of our community as well, is unrealistic. In order 
for our children to get the most out of their educational former experience via junior high, high school, elementary school, K through 12. We must restore harmony back into our households. They have to look forward to coming home. Some of our teens don't like coming home. Therefore, they spend a substantial amount of time at school involved in after school programs, extracurricular activities, sporting events. Now, they do this because their friends is involved in it and a sense of belonging equates to a place of safety for a human, but specifically for a teen. However, you do have a fair amount of teens who don't go home because their home may have a level of dysfunction. They may go home and nobody's there. Their parents may work different type of hours. They may not even have a key to get in the house. These are all factors that influence a child wanting to come home. So our number one goal, number one, is to restore harmony into our households. We got to we got to make the environment conducive and attractive and make and make it appealing in order for our kids to want to come home. Nobody nobody wants to be in an environment that they don't feel that's safe. I can speak that from my own personal experience as a young man growing up an only child when my household was Compromise the safety, the environment was unpredictable. I wasn't safe. I didn't want to be there. I'd rather be somewhere where I could have a sense of safety. That is a major, major key for us. Goal number two, to model the desired behavior. Parents, and I work with parents intensively. I work with people in the community intensively. I listen to conversations. I'm involved in conversations. One of the major pieces of the puzzle that we miss in resolving conflict in a healthy way with our teens is modeling the desired behavior. Teens nowadays, especially as we have deemed them as millennials and people in the information age, do not follow people who don't model the desired behavior that they see that is in alignment with their life or where their life is going. In order for a young person's behavior to improve and to possibly transform or change, that behavior has to be modeled on a consistent basis. Out of 10 situations where behavior is displayed, my professional recommendation is that 80 to 90% of the time that adult must model the desired behavior in order for that teen to be affected, infected in a negative sense and affected by it. If we don't model the behavior, it, this doesn't, it's not realistic for your child or your teen's behavior to improve. People People model the behavior of the people that they're around the most. Hence, the old adage, birds of a feather flock together. 
it's not a hard thought to consider. Goal number three for us. I want us to highlight your team's appropriate behavior and then correct the inappropriate behavior. I was thinking about conversations that I'm involved in and whether I'm talking or listening. And what happens is in more cases than not, and when I say that, what I mean is a, let me give a percentage. Let me give a qualitative measurement. Eh, out of 100% of the conversations that I'm in, I would say eh, probably eh, 70 to 60% of these conversations have some negative connotation in it. We're talking about what people are not doing or we're complaining about what people are not doing or how somebody's not fitting the mold that we desire for them to fit. And that's a pessimistic, subconscious perspective on people and life. I can understand a venting session, but there are too many times I'm in conversations and listen to conversations where there's a measure of negativity and or counterproductive behavior being highlighted and dwelled upon. The challenge is to highlight the team's appropriate behavior because we're trying to reinforce behavior that we desire, not behavior that we don't desire. And then we can correct the inappropriate behavior. Correct the inappropriate behavior through conversations and through the demonstration of the behavior that you desire. Hence, goal number two, we need to model that behavior. Goal number four, consider the change your team would like for you to make to resolve the conflict major goal because as adults we honestly feel and we're not being honest it's a thing called mental honesty but our our measure of honesty tells us that we don't we don't do anything wrong when there's a conflict ensued amongst our teens and us we don't believe that we have any part to play we believe that they're wrong and that we're right but it's truly not about being right or wrong it's truly not about that it's truly about life or death meaning that the behavior that i'm producing that i'm reproducing consistently in my life is it producing life is it producing a high quality of life is it producing consistency or the other adage is is it producing death is it producing inconsistent behaviors or inconsistent relationships where I have a friend one week and I don't have the same friend the next week because we have difference of opinion. That's death. Inconsistency is starting ghost, the putt-putt syndrome. We want to have a fluid life, a high quality of life, a life that people want to emulate and the type of lifestyle that people will ask questions as to how did the change or transformation takes place in our lives? And in order to do that, one step we have to take is taking responsibility for the part that we play in a conflict situation, taking responsibility for our actions. And we'll talk more. We'll talk more about that as we go through this this training session in itself. And what you will need to complete this exercise. You will need, number one, a pen or a pencil. I would I would advise anybody that you ever listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video or watching some type of training exercise to always have a pen or pencil handy because when something is highlighted to us, 
We need to write it down and jot it down and equate it or associate it with a real life situation in order for us to experience change, transformation. Two, what we need is a sheet of paper, a notebook. We need a mediator, a person that has no vested interest in this conflict that we're going to resolve with our team. For a spirit of humility, the ability to lay my life down and to say, I was wrong. I made a mistake. An open mind, the ability to be open. Open meaning past my perspective or my life experience or what my life experience has told me. I have to move past that in order to cultivate a culture of resolving conflict consistently with my team resolving conflict in a healthy way this will be the end of section one it was short but I feel as though we said a lot we'll go on to section two very shortly after please stay tuned and look out for the next segment of resolving conflict in a healthy way with your team.